Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Palomo Show. That's right. This is show number 114, getting involved here from downtown Mawa Live, from the shitty kitchen studios here, the soon-to-be, no longer shitty kitchen studios. Of course, behind the glass, Christopher Gucci, coming to you live from downtown Matawan in the I was going to say shitty chop in the gorgeous chop sports media studios with lighting, proper lighting equipment, all kinds of infrastructure there. Christopher Gucci from chop sports coming in from the chop sports media from downtown Madawan. Christopher, how are you today? I'm doing well. I'm just getting over my brief hiatus. I had a, a darkness tour that I took for the last five, six days. My last day in studio was last Tuesday. Right. Uh, the last day we recorded, I've been off since then, which is crazy for me. Um, the first part of that wasn't scheduled, we'll say. I had a, um, well, so you're finally a professional and realized, let me schedule my dark hours in, in between the Jimmy Palumbo shows. Not yes, like which is exactly what I was thinking. Right. No, right. it's just, I I had, um, as you guys see, okay. for those so that I'm are watching looking, live, and For those on audio, Christopher comes in, looks like he just went four rounds with Mustafa Ham show. And he gets on my show and expects me not to mention you look like you got you took a direct hit early in the Hagler Hearns fight. What happened? How did you do that? So it, it's not this um, amazingly tough story, but like I'd love to say it was. But no, I was I was wrestling with. I'm teaching my nephew certain uh, things, and I see, caught a see, fucking I'm, excuse see, my I'm, language. I caught a headbutt, bink, and so now I'm already I, already. Are you telling me another sport that I I may have may have a shot at beating you? There is no again? chance, bro. Not a chance again? in hell that you're beating me in a, a wrestling match or jujitsu. How old's your nephew? He's fifteen. He'll be fifteen. He's a right, freshman. So, he, so he's my daughter's age. Okay. So you yeah. wrestled. You wrestled my, someone. My you wrestled a, a girl in my daughter's class, and she headbutted you. And you got this. So exactly what all, happened. I'm and sure that bled all over the place because those eye cuts do. Right? Don't they usually it was like bad. Crazy? It was. It was. Of course, you're now. You're I went freezing out of me. I believe. And now, and now you're coming in and out here. Can you hear me? You're coming in and out here once again. Just now that I'm that um. It's glued to my eye, and I can't get it off. And I feel like when it does come off, I'm gonna. It's gonna take my eyebrow with it okay. i'm in a tough spot at the least the things then, that are going wrong here at i the had studios. a schedule hang on hang on hang on wait a minute i'm spilling oh, things issue? i'm having issues here live from the downtown this is why we got to get rid of these shitty kitchen studios i'm spilling crap all over it's the place into the my wires i couldn't hear you you were coming in and out because your internet sucks i'm just blaming you now no i think um, that's i think that might have been the spill that the issues I not me don't, don't you this, blame me, bro. This is, I tell you, talk about a poor start. Now I feel like the Lakers, a poor start to my to my show here. So you got hit and you got headbutted. I just want to make sure I don't electrocute myself here, Shay. Yeah. So you got headbutted by your nephew. Okay, blood all over. Was you, were you at your parents' house? Yeah. I, you were more worried about the rug than you were your eye initially, I'm sure. Well, honestly... I, it wasn't anywhere near the carpeting. It was in the kitchen of all places. So that's not good. Yeah. It was in the kitchen. It wasn't, there wasn't, you know, it didn't get anywhere. I felt it as soon as it happened and it was just, it's, it was bad. It was all over my face. 
It looked like I got the shit kicked out of me. Now your nephew, your <laughs> nephew definitely talks shit in school. I would have. I mean, probably. I wrestled my, yeah. I, wrestled my yeah. I wrestled my uncle in the kitchen. I gave him the beat, and he's bleeding. He's at the hospital right now. Yeah, so, so I had to Raguchi take a little tour of the... darkness. I couldn't. I couldn't go on camera. <laughs> tour of darkness. All right. Well, listen, you're back here. Even though your microphone's others- freezing up and you're coming in and out, I don't know what the audience can hear or not hear. Usually, my sister chimes in and says everything sounds like shit. Um, I don't know why you're coming in and out like that. Uh, I, I, I see fine. you the entire time. I don't know if it's on my end or yours, but here that we are, live matter. TV, bro. Live TV, live uh, podcasting here, and Christopher's got a bad eye. He's got like seven stitches. I'll lie; it's probably only two. It's yeah. So then I had badge. to go. I went to Dallas this weekend too. I had a nice little trip. Uh, well, okay. I hope you have a business yeah. trip because you, you have no reason to be in Dallas. Um, did yeah. you uh, did you check out the uh, Dealey Plaza where Kennedy was shot? No, no because go- bro, because they lied their asses off. We went. <laughs> you're gonna like this. We went to Dallas, but we really just went to Dallas Airport. the The card show was 45 minutes out of Dallas in Plano, Texas. I was like, so I went to. People ask you, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I was in Plano, Texas. They're like, <laughs> what? What are you doing in Plano? Plano, we did go to Texas. Dallas. We ended up going into Oklahoma because they have a big casino there. So we made a trip of it. We worked right. during the day, and then we went out and enjoyed that night. Right. Went to the right. well, next time you go restaurant. to Dallas, you should check that out. All right. Well, listen. Now that Christopher's uh, health and and travel plans have been well documented here on the Jimmy Plumble Show, five minutes by. in, brought to you by well, a couple of there's a lot of big news going on here at Shea. First of all. Uh, Number one, the if you're a fan of my show, and I, I, I know there's at least 11 of you, and you know that I, I do this baseball card thing. And a couple weeks ago was Larry Gura. And I told everybody that I read that if you send him $3, he will send you an autograph. I self-addressed an envelope. I put the $3. I didn't hear anything. I was like, you know what? What a, what a, what a piece of garbage Larry Gura is, you know? And then, and then, and then, coming in the mail here, Downtown, the Larry Gura signed baseball card from Texas somewhere, wherever the hell he's at. I forget now. Plano, Texas. Plano, uh, Texas. Maybe it's Plano. What does it say he lives again? He's from, I don't know, maybe, I don't even know where he's from. Doesn't matter. Bottom line is Larry Gura came through with an autograph for $3 to the Jimmy Palumbo show. So he is now in the Howard Stern world, a friend of the Jimmy Palumbo show. But that brings us to our baseball card um, thing here. Now, you know what I do? I used to do the numbers, but we went over 100. Can't do numbers. I have a stack of baseball cards. A friend of mine sent a a stack, an additional stack. I have plenty to go if I live that long. And I decided to do one that you're going to kind of hate, but there's a reason why I did that. The pack kind of fell over, and I I, I had a choice, to be honest with you. And I said, you know what? Because of it's this guy. This guy has a very famous last name. Probably, I, you could argue, besides Ruth, maybe the second most popular baseball name in the history of the game. Ready? Now, I'm going to delay on his name. I have here the 86 card. Um, he played from 77 to 87. Played with the Yankees in 85 and 86. Kind of a journeyman in his own way. He had a famous dad a famous Yankee dad and he's from New Jersey. Do you know who it is? Greg Nettles? No. You don't know who it is. I'm just saying Greg Nettles is unplayed in New Jersey. 
not a journeyman. I'm I'm Jimmy. I got a head injury, by the way. You got so a head. You got to give so me. So what we're gonna do? We'll get right to it. It is Mr. Dale Berra, Yogi's son, Dale Berra. Now, so why would I hate that one? Because it's like Yogi Berra. I thought you would a little more. But Dale, you know obscure. what I was thinking? Where my mind went originally? You said New Jersey. I know Greg Nettles' son played for the Somerset Patriots for a right. while. So well, that was, just now, well. A decent guess, but uh, would you call? No, it was Greg a shitty Nettles, guess. Would you on... call Greg Nettles the most popular Yankee name? On the, I said Ruth, and because you know, anyway. But do so, you think uh, that Yogi Berra's name is the second most famous baseball uh, name? Yogi, Yogi Berra, Yogi. It's, it's, it, it, wait, wait. That's a, we're gonna get into that argument. Yogi Berra, it, 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 Yogi. He's like he, th- things were named after him. Yogi Bear. Come on now. Anyway. We're going to get the reason why I think it's important to bring up Dale Barra this week. But Dale Barra, yeah, lifetime batting average, 236, 49 home runs, 600 hits, OPS of 638 for anybody under 12 who cares about that. Um, in 85, he batted 229 for the Yankees. 86, he batted 231. Played for Pittsburgh, Yankees, and Houston. Uh, his best year was Pittsburgh, 1982. He batted 263. So he'd be making $25 million a year now. He was a first-round pick, 20th pick overall, which is wild. Probably because of who his dad was, I'm sure, bumped him up a few spots. But he was traded with Jay Buhner for Tim Foley and Steve Kemp. I remember those guys. He was born in Ridgewood, New Jersey, Valley Hospital, same hospital as my daughter. Um, He was named after Dale Mitchell. Do you know who Dale Mitchell is? The perfect game by Don Larson. He was the batter. <laughs> That's why they named him after him. I find that odd. Whether he Yogi was just busting balls on the guy, I have no idea. That's pretty shitty, though. Guy yeah, I a, think that is. You know what I mean? It's like that's like you know. I can't uh, think of like them being best friends and being that, like, you yeah. Know. That to me is like calling your son Brawny. Anyway, um, so uh, he did play with the '79 World Series Pirates, but he didn't get in the game. Uh, and the year Yogi got fired, he was batting 343, 16 games in. Then his dad got fired. I think he like he got three hits the rest of the year. Who's cut the next year? Um, but he's famous also for a famous Yankeeography highlight play. You're going to remember it when Carlton Fisk tagged out him and Bobby Meacham on the same play at home plate. Fisk caught the ball. It was Meacham and then Barra or vice versa. I forget. That's a famous play. They show it on ESPN all the time. Uh, so he's famous for that. He also is famous for getting caught with cocaine uh, in 85. He got caught a little doing something shady with MLB. And then, sadly, in 89, he got caught um, really selling cocaine in New Jersey. Uh, like, got caught with $20,000 worth with 25 kilos. <laughs> so that song was probably written for Dale. Um, but I did hear he completely turned his life around and all that different stuff. And I wanted to bring it up because, of course, the film, It Ain't Over, about Yogi Berra is in theaters now. It's coming on streaming services soon. But the reason why I laugh about Dale Barra is when he was getting caught with the drugs and everything, my father said said to me, he said to me, hey, Jimmy, how can he do that? Your father's Yogi Berra. <laughs> like completely eliminating that maybe he's got a drug problem. Like my father felt that. Why should Dale Barra get in trouble? Because your dad's Yogi Berra. We used to giggle about that at the kitchen table. But he turned his life around. He's doing fine now. But his granddaughter produced the, his uh, niece and Yogi's granddaughter uh, produced this film. It's called um, uh, Yogi Berra. It ain't, it's not over. It ain't over. And um, the main thing that really, uh, I didn't see it yet, but I read a little bit about it. And I've been saying this for years. 
everybody knows Yogi with the funny phrases and he's a funny looking guy and all that. But like in terms of like how good he was, incredible, incredible player, incredible winner, incredible catcher. He, when at the end of his career, how many guys do this at the end of your career, you go from catching to left field and was a very good left fielder for the Yankees last couple of years of his career. Uh, the Bill Mazeroski home run. I don't know why head. the Yankees didn't try that with Sanchez. I felt probably, like he would have been an he, amazing problem left is, fielder. Problem is, uh, Yogi, uh, you know, Yogi was like a great hitter, great two sarcasm, strike hitter. By the way, sarcasm. I, know, I, I, I hear it. I just, you know, what the problem is, Gary Sanchez thinks he's a Met now. He looks like a jackass, but he shaved a little bit. Look at him. But um, anyway, uh, so that's it. Dale Barra, my '86 card. And I, I thought that would be an interesting choice with the Yogi. Bear I thought it's an interesting choice based on your the get off my lawn moment you had this weekend posting about LeBron James and his son and what's with all these NBA players that are um, joining yeah. the NBA after their father joined the NBA. It's like, what are you talking about? What's the difference from any other sport? You just talked about Yogi Berra. Right. Son who sucked at baseball and had a, uh, a okay, cocaine okay. issue. First of all, that's okay. First so LeBron James' son, first of God all, forbid. Did you? No one knew. I don't think anybody knew Yogi had a son until he slapped a base hit in his third year with the Pirates. Okay. First of all, I just don't understand. There's what is there? Three hundred NBA players worldwide. So so if you're a, if you're a dad, like even to say this publicly, well, I want to play with my son. I would say where in the street. You having a barbecue? You can't say that a kid is going to. Well, I mean, you, a freshman in high, a sophomore. He said this since the kid's a sophomore in high school. You, he should be like, I don't even know if my kid's good enough to play D one, and he's not that high. Well, Matter I mean, of fact, here's how bad it is. He he's not even that high of a recruit. Like, yes, he, he is. No, he's not. He's in a he's a top fifty player. He, I think has, he was top twenty. In Rutgers the, had he, Rutgers has three commits that are high. When Rutgers. Chooses to pass on Bronny. Okay, now Rutgers passed listen. on Bronny. Are you out of uh, your mind? Listen, to me. listen to me. Rutgers listen said to me. no, no, no. Oh, you want to come here, but no, no we're listen. good. Rutgers we have, turned him down. No, listen, we you got two players, USC, bro. We got we got two players that are uh, uh, highly recruits coming in his same class. I don't want and Dylan Harper who plays at Bosco right here. Anyway, enough about LeBron James. Tremendous first half. He okay. looked. He looked in, in second half. He looked like Burgess Meredith and Rocky. Okay, and at the okay. end of the game, with a minute left, let's let's pass the ball. And he looked sluggish at the end. He's gone. Goodbye. The Lakers weren't that good anyway. Okay. But I give him credit. I give LeBron credit. He played well in the playoffs. He's an aging veteran. He's an aging LeBron. Uh, he scored forty points. He still gets it done. Um, but he publicly said yesterday, "I'm better than ninety-five percent of the NBA." Like, who talks like that? Right away, uh, anybody reads that and you go, you're a jerk off. Even if it's true, you're a jerk off. So, so when Michael Jordan was like, I'm better than the rest of the league, and people well, would say he's a jerk off. He didn't I mean, say he, that he when is. he was playing. And he, he smoking cigars. At least Jordan has Jordan sitting there drinking scotch. Can I, do my guy, can I do my guy? Get off your LeBron rant. Like last week, this guy's 39 years old. He just, he, he, he scored 49 and, or 10 and 9 last night. And, it, it's, yeah, and then, and then he scored. Get off and, it. With, with two minutes to go, he stunk. Go ahead. Get off it. He's the Anthony Rizzo. All right, so my guy, players. my guy, you ready? <laughs> yes. How anticlimactic is this going to be? No. When I say never. everything Shawan, you say is. Shawan, Donnell Dunstan, the former second baseman for the Cubs. He played for a lot of teams. Do you remember Shawan Dunstan? Shawan Dunstan, I do not. How do you not remember? He was an all-star. 
for the for the era that he played in, you should remember him. Um, right, what you know, he's sixty years old. He played for the Cubs for ten years, eighty-five to ninety-five. So that was like the Mark Grace Cubs. That was the wait a minute, Sean Dotson, Shawan. Nah, you might have always Dotson. pronounced it Sean because you know. Okay, because that's how we do it. And he's a National League guy mostly. I mean, he played for the Cubs, the Giants, the Cubs again, the Pirates, yeah. the Indians, the Giants again, the Cardinals, the Mets, the Cardinals again, the Giants okay. again. I, I admit that there was a, a stage in my life where I didn't follow the National League. Yeah. I think I, I can name maybe eight players overall from that era. But, I mean, for his career, I guess he turned out to be a journeyman, but he was a good, you know, first-stop player. He was he had a good 10-year career with the Cubs to start things. Um, we're going to pronounce it Shawan over here. So Sean Dunstan, we're going to say Shawan. My, my buddy from LSU, Daryl Clark, says pronounce Sean. Um, so and, anyway, uh, yes, Sean Dunstan. But just to just to reiterate something about Sean Dunstan, he also had a son that played professionally and fizzled out very very early. He played like twenty years now in okay. the. How about this? His son has been is a seventeen year vet in like the independent league. So that's how old we are now, Jimmy. Yeah, we're shot. Sean we're Dunstan, old. you want to hear career batting average two seventy. Okay. Not bad, right? 150 home runs, about 700 runs batted in over the course of a, you know, a 15-year career. And now he's still working with the Giants. Well, there you go. That's so it's Shawan or Sean. I'm going to go with Sean Dunstan. Sean Dunstan, Bronnie James. Sean Dunstan. Uh, and listen, David, uh, I'm in Congello. Uh, uh, that you're, you're posting stuff that I don't. You see that? I, I, I don't. We don't do that on the show here, Shay. I, that's like a political thing or something. I don't get into that stuff. Um, I, I don't know anything about it. I don't want to. We're, we're talking about LeBron James being a pussy, and you're. And I, I don't know about that other stuff. Um, which he is a wuss. Because you know why? The main reason why, Chris, he didn't come to the Knicks. That's why him and Durant. When I do when I do my Hall of Fame ballot, where they say, "Can you believe someone didn't vote for Durant and LeBron?" Uh, and it's me. And it's me. You know I, I, mean? I guarantee you, what ends up happening here. Is An aging Ronnie, LeBron's coming to the Knicks. Bronny goes on, to the Knicks. Oh, best player ever. Oh, Bronny and Bron Bron? Are you no, kidding me? Yeah, and then what happens is LeBron will be too old, right? And Jimmy, then gonna, someone will get hurt. And are you ready says, for this? Well, maybe my dad can play. And all of a sudden, I'm aging LeBron. Do you know what's even better? Here. Are you ready for this? The one that's in eighth grade or ninth grade right now is even better. Oh, now he's so so. LeBron wants to know when. So the entire like, is his wife playing in the WNBA now? Uh yeah. Okay, yeah. because I know uh, LeBron. Uh, Michael look, Jordan's Bryce, family. His name is are Bryce Saints James. now. And you know the story on him is that he doesn't really care. He doesn't really want to play, but he's just so good That's that even, he has. You to. know what? I like him more. I want him to be the anti dad guy. Like I want he's him to be, be like, like. I want him to go to like Des Moines State. And score like forty points a game, and then still go to the NBA. Oh, so Rutgers, the, so, so be in Rutgers. the G League, and be in the G League and never play again. I'm sick of LeBron James, sick of Curry, sick of all these players. My team stinks, so I'm aggravated. But that's it. But of course, Chris, all of this wonderful news. Your eye, the Larry, the Larry Guru card should have been on ESPN. Okay, uh, and all this, of course, is sponsored by your friend and mine. Absolute eyewear. That's right. Looks like Christopher needs some eyewear for his face. A little protective gear when he's wrestling with his nephews in the kitchen. Um, uh, there's too much material there. Our show's not long enough. Absolute eyewear, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732 326. 
eyes. Oh, boy, or in this case, I. I, yeah. 732-326-3937. Uh, full service, first service opticians down by the train station in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Go talk to Janine and um, Craig Michaud. They will take care of you. When you leave the store, you won't feel like a jerk-off. That's the best Madison Avenue thing I could tell about them. They got everything. They got glasses, Ray-Ban, Coach, Ralph Lauren, Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar glasses. Now, did you notice anything different there? No Vogue. Your attention, please. Now doing the glasses in the proper way. Ray-Ban, Coach, Ralph Lauren, Dave Sturgios, Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim. Oh, you did say Vogue. And Costa Del Mar. So I didn't they notice got, anything different. They got glasses for every budget. You get $100 off a complete pair when you mention the show, mention my name, or just start, just, just say you know me, and Johnine will take care of you. I'm sure of it. Absolute eyewear, 732-326-3937. Last thing, they're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays. Why? Because it's softball. Close on Sundays. Why? That will be football Sundays. Watch the Giants get their asses beat. That's right. The the nine and seven, nine and eight Giants that are coming up this year. All right. So that's it. Absolute eyewear. God bless America. Now, in other news, there's such this is such a big show. This, this is, is a so monumental annoying, show. You, you look, actually you look kind of cool. It's you so annoying like, because it's you look it's like, like Brando and, and on the itchy and the allergies at the same time. It's like hmm. Should I, I should I have called Dave Sturgeon off the bench? I think we should have got Sturgeon. No, we? it's fine. Dave's Dave can't ha- Dave can't handle it. He can't okay. do the Tuesday afternoon show. He's too soft. I don't. I you know. I'll bring in the I'll bring in the big right hander out of Texas coming in firing, firing. All right. So now, which brings us to other news. This is a, this is a big show, Chris. Big show. Big show. Patreon. When you go to Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, Jimmy Palumbo Show, look for it because we are now, it's not even a slump. I think I I might, you know, I could get let go at this point. I'm uh, Giancarlo Stanton got hurt, and my Patreon has not been the same since. I think the fans are waiting for Giancarlo to come back so someone could be number 28 and be Beasley Reese. I think they're looking forward to that. Three guys just drove off the road. Uh, even the Beasley Reese family's not talking about him. So, listen, I decided to take a little slower with my Patreon. We've got Alex Detsena. He tunes piano. So get in touch with me if you have a piano, you need a tune. That's what he does. I don't know. I've never. I don't think I'll ever meet anyone else around. I know you never met anybody that tunes pianos. That's what he does. My sister Mary Eileen Riccardi, who helped me out last week, getting my apartment ready to be an open house, which is that's another story later. Big George Mike DeMosi out of Colonia. My mom, my sweet mom, getting ready for little knee surgery action in, in a couple of weeks. We're worried about that, Ma. We love you. My cousin Joe Palumbo, thanks, shout out. He came down to my daughter's dance competition this weekend in Mount Olive. Mount Olive, Mount Olive more on that. Uh, Rob Pastor, Kappa Sig buddy, always checking in on me. Love him too. Thank you. James Kanowitz, who sent me the baseball cards here at Shea. Can't get in touch with him. Jimmy Riccardi, you know, he has to just, he's throwing his money around. My nephew, we love that big Nick fan. John Henry Riccardi, his brother, finally back. He's going to head to L.A. He's in Nashville now. He's going to head back to L.A., get his uh, get his shit together over there, get some, do some cool showbiz stuff. My nephew, Eric, who's getting married in a couple months. Michael Caprio, CornholeLevel.com. 
Frank Palumbo, the CFO. Thank you very much. He just, uh, we did a transaction. I now have a new Lexus RX 350. It's new to me. It's from 2013. Thanks to his wife, Susie, my sister-in-law as well for that. Also, we got Daryl Clark from LSU getting involved, telling us it's pronounced Sean because you don't know what you're talking about. We got Greg Casalino. Uh, I think he retired when I was like nine. Okay, so. you were nine, so you don't know how to spell anyway. Um, we got Greg Casalino slash Greg Miller. Anybody from Colonia remembers him? Uh, he's I think he's moving now. I don't know where he's moving to. He's always moving. I think he's moving back to New Jersey, which would be cool. No, he's definitely moving back to New Jersey. My brain just kicked in. Now we got Mike Shecky Lawler, my buddy Sheck. Hey, Sheck, um, if you're listening, uh, Artie's been uh, texting me a little bit, which is cool. Um, Dave Ben, who I hung out with um, yesterday, more on that in a little bit. I went to school with him for 17 years. I've been saying 16. We found out yesterday that, in fact, we went to kindergarten together, same school. I don't know anybody who could say I went to three different institutions all the same way, my entire educational process. Pat Volkmer, Chop Sports' favorite and most popular poster of all time with crazy uh, trivia and all this stuff, freaking out everybody. We love Patty. Martin Walsack, another Colonia boy, giant fan. Michael Deej, Alphonse from Beer League. Janine Michaud, oh, absolute eyewear getting involved here at Shea. I mean, after all, they're, they're a sponsor of your show now, of your network now. That's another story for later on. Robin Achani Barna getting involved. John Henry Palumbo, my cousin, getting involved. Greg Alperin, he'll be in the news soon enough with this beer league thing we're going to talk about very soon. My nephew, Bobby Palumbo. My nephew, Tommy Palumbo, graduating VT. And also Tyson Hogan, America's favorite Patreon member, because nobody knows who he is. That's the kind of Patreon guy we like. And also coming in at 27, Giancarlo Louis. Vicha Dominate, Louie, we love you. Uh, he always tunes in, busting my balls. All right, so that's that. So we're stuck at 27. I got to get this going. So now let's get down to a couple of things, Chris. Now, this is the part sure of... I understand. All right, my phone's talking to me now. Let's get down to a couple of things. My heel injury. Now, <laughs> I went to the doctor after the show, okay? And sadly, I have a potential problem... <laughs> My there's a bone that came off my heel right where the tendons meet and all this stuff. And you see it on the x-ray clear as day. I was like, what the hell is that? So he's like, he put me on these. I've been on steroids for six days. I know you're shaking your hand like you don't know. Like, you know, and now um, problem is I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I, I could actually maybe even run right now if I had to. But I'm going to follow the doctor's orders. Although I'm thinking about sneaking out, playing a little pickleball tonight, just to see if I how I feel. Um, but I I got a brand new paddle. My heel is a mess. I got to do another thirty days of this other kind of pill starting tomorrow. So I'm off the steroids. I was like a rod, bro. You know what's sad? I was on steroids and I couldn't play any sports. I wanted to like go out and play wiffle ball and hit bombs and shit. But so you know, I mean, all that's all that's happening here is me being proven right. You tried to push it just a little bit well, and like. Uh, you know, Jimmy, listen, listen, we, the 5k will happen soon enough and I will run it under 31 minutes. There's no, I even, no, no, I even got a runner to run with me. Okay. My boy, Rob Lehman, who says he runs in about 28. So unless, so unless I want, he'll whole, be my, he'll be my guy. And he, I'll commend this and I will actually, this will be a tip of the hat. 
if this is a, a conjured up thing because you knew I can't run this in 31 minutes, but I need six weeks to eight weeks no, of not training. True at all. I haven't run. Well, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna go say, on listen, the dark web. I'm gonna listen. find an x-ray. So in case anybody wants to call me on it, I have I, one. I actually could probably I could probably post it up right here. I'll figure out a way to do it. Yeah, that, I know, but, but I could go buy an x-ray too. I could go on Reddit uh, or, okay. or something and be like, Who hey, buys I'm trying to First of all, I'm 57 years old. We don't go on Reddit. Who buys an X-ray, like a fake X-ray? The I don't know. Somebody that, funnier. Somebody that you know, only 5K that's Look happening it. will be when you the, drop. By the way, the car has been sold to Turk. That Anthony is a Lugano's very good joke, niece, though. And it's very funny. Daryl Clark just he lights. He might be my favorite Patreon right now, besides my brother. Um, uh, he's just lighting it up. I did sell the car car for. Uh, I, I, but I we could agree to, on something though. Whether that five k the car went for five or seven k, that's neither here nor there. But he is right about one thing. That is the only k happening. There is no five k happening in under thirty one minutes. It's not going to happen. That? You see that, Jimmy? I mean, you might need surgery at this point, for all you know, bro. Uh, no, like, actually, if, to be honest with you, he did tell me it could come down to how much I can tolerate. Every time I do a sport, my ankle may hurt. And he goes, but the surgery is brutal. Six weeks in a cast. I can't do that right now. I'll be a mess. But you'll be two, you'll be 230 by the listen, end of it. Listen, listen. You'll be 230. 230 with what a is, cast. What is on. this? Did you bite pencil and leave in the car? Bob Sheehan. I don't get what that means. That's from that uh, means? that's Steinfeld. That's okay, John that. Voigt. John Voigt. John Voigt's car. They they took the the, the pencil to try and okay. match the teeth. Yeah, they he bought John Voigt's car. Okay, okay. And it was all a right, pencil right. with bite marks in it. Come uh, on, all right, bro. See, the, first of Come all, on, I didn't, bro. I didn't. I'm sorry. I only did curb your enthusiasm and friends and ER during those magic years. There, okay. I did like three and a half hours of must see TV. Don't start getting. You know what? Listen. And by the way, Seinfeld show is dated when you watch it now. It doesn't work as well as Friends. Anyway. Uh, and I proved that right too. It's so true. Curb is way friends, better anyway. Friends, I've never, I couldn't even tell you because it's one of the worst shows ever. In no, it's not. it's not. Oh, it's so bad. Unless you're, unless you're a female that grew up Listen, in that time. No, it's a funny show. And even then, it's brutal. No, it's because you listen. Listen, it came out before your girlfriend was born, but that doesn't mean there's a reason why you should hate it. You know what? Me, me and Chris, you know what? You know what? You know why I'm going at Chris today? He's got an injury. I'm just, I got to work the eye. My trainer, when I yeah, go to Jim, my corner, get me out of this one early. When I, when I go to the corner, man, they're like, for the first three rounds, they're like, don't hit him in the eye. Don't hit him in the eye. It's not yeah. cool. And now I'm like, no, I can't do that. That's unprofessional. You know and what now, my corner told me? My corner told me just much like the 5K, he's going to come out <laughs> gate firing hard and heavy, right? But right after mile one, which I think we just crossed over the mile one marker. <laughs> He lets his guard down, and then you could just start unloading on him, which I'm about to. All I got. All do, the gloves one, come one, off. No. Listen, one jab to the eye, you'll bleed all over, and that you know, Judge Ramirez from Mexico City will rule 117, 114, Palumbo, and still champion of the world. All right. Um. Well, I got to get to a, a sponsor here, Chris. Isn't it fun? You remember those days when you guys had sponsors? It's Oxy Magic here at Shea. Oxy Magic is a. a Carpet cleaning place owned by my buddy Tom, who plays pickleball, which I might see him tonight if I play. This place is awesome. They did my apartment and it's, they don't drag the hoses through. They got this little machine that does all this stuff. The average dry time is one to two hours. It's Oxy Magic, O X Y M A G I C USA.com. It's with a Y on the Oxy. Make sure, he even told me to spell that out. 
this place is great. The place is great. The guy came. He did a great job. Uh, they have the green seal. They got the EPA safer choice certifications. They got all the green stuff. It's not like, you know, you're going to start getting a twitch after the guy's done with it. Um, and they're also offering 0% company financing for any new location owner. So visit oxymagicusa.com. That's O-X-Y. So magic. USA.com. If you're thinking about starting your own business or you're thinking about getting your carpets clean, get in touch with them. They're awesome. And you know what? You got to tell them Jimmy Palumbo show sent you. That's how it works. So please. And Tom's a really good guy. He's an awesome pickle player. Uh, he thinks he's, he, he thinks he's the best player, but he doesn't know. Like I I'm just not ready. Like I haven't got in. It's like preseason. He has hey, no Tom, idea. If you're, if you're watching Jimmy is, is, on a down, he's on the downward you see, you spiral right now. He's not coming back stronger. No, no, he just heard about his heel. He's got gout and listen, and a detached why, bone, whatever that why. means. Um, whatever that aging, an aging Jimmy Palomo turnaround jumper. Yes, this is one and of those injuries. This is one of those injuries where it's like we don't know when he's coming back. They say things like. He will be able to resume baseball activities in six weeks. But then when he resumes baseball activities, we have no idea what's going to happen. First, we have of no all, idea what's going to happen. First, of maybe all, his first foot of falls off. Maybe, maybe he's good again for a week. Maybe my, he tries to run a 5K. Listen to me. My friend Tom and his your lovely title, wife, Natalie, from OxyMagicUSA.com. If you need your carpets clean anywhere, they got locations all over the state. He would say, he would even admit Jimmy's much better than anybody realizes, but he, you know, he's kind of like he's laying low for the play. Yeah, it's like yeah. the NBA, like, Chris. NBA, all you have to do is win like what eight games, you make the playoffs. Yeah, I remember. Thing, you know, you I remember when Allen Houston was good before he hurt his knee. I remember okay. when Grand Hill was okay. good. I remember, you know, like all these guys, you, they had you don't their remember because you were like eight, you don't remember anything. They like had that. their day, and then it, they're you know, okay, everyone's listen, days are numbered, bro. If you need your carpet cleans, oxymagicusa.com. That's O-X-Y, magicusa.com. Give them a call. Talk to them over there. Not give them a call. Go to the website. Um, they'll take care of you. And then when I see Tom playing pickleball, he's probably going to kick my ass. But he doesn't realize his wife's actually better than him, too. So I told him, if you sponsor my show, you know the rule is, if you sponsor my show, part of the fun is you take a beating. That's why, Chris, you technically sponsor my show. But we have way big news to get to. The biggest I had. Now, if you notice, I'm wearing the Ed's Bar and Swill hat. That's the bar from Beer League. I'm wearing a Beer League t-shirt, Chris. So I'm maximizing my Beer League-ness. But there's big news out there. Have you heard about this big news, Christopher? I have. But I, I wanted to not say anything so you could do your, do your thing here. Well, listen. But I do we, know what you're about to say. We actually cleared cleared our last hurdle. Legally, and the football giants are on the air as Beer League. The series will be launched on June 19th, which I think is that Juneteenth thing, but doesn't matter to me. June 19th, Beer League will be launched. Uh, right now, we're we, we started posting the trailer. Well, we might have screwed that up a little bit because we're trying to get everybody to YouTube. What I need everybody to do is go to YouTube and subscribe killer the key thing is subscribing so that way maybe we can uh generate some uh, god bless america and uh we could uh get the show going um artie's been texting me i'm excited about that i might see him tomorrow for lunch that would be huge um listen you got to go to beer league the series on youtube it's also on tiktok same thing we're on snapchat as 
B-League series. Um, and we're also, the website is BeerLeagueTheSeries.com. This is probably the cool, fun thing. I should say it's not the biggest thing. It's a fun thing I'm doing. Uh, it's a five. We're going to run it the show the 19th, 20th, 21, 22, 23. Uh, probably going to post them at 7 a.m. in the morning. It's five episodes. It's not a full half hour. It's not a half hour each episode. Somehow that got out there. I never said that. It is a series. We want to continue to do more. Um, uh, everyone is involved from people are involved from the original production, but it depends in, in a, some in a slight way, some more than others. Um, Artie's aware of what we're doing and we're hoping to get him back off the schneid and get him involved uh, in the thing. Uh, I, I ask, I know if you're an Artie fan and you're a fan of beer league, all I ask is you check it out. You want to bash it after you watch it. That's cool, man. Big, yeah, we all know big that boy. It's, uh, it's definitely a no-holds-barred bunch. So, Well, it's the uh, greatest way to describe it. They, I love it, though. That's uh, no, the, you, I, I get it. That's, listen, as long as they click sub subscribe and, and interact with me and bust my balls, I have no problem with that. I think uh, we, we plan to shoot more, but we're going to be doing some some things to do that. Uh, and once we this time, we're going to shoot them quicker and get them right on the – once we get the ball rolling, um, big shout out to my boy, Mitch, my lawyer friend who really <laughs> guided us through everything um, to work this out. Also the director, Tom Baldinger and Greg Alperin, my, the other producer with me. Um, sometimes we yell and scream at each other, but we love each other and it's going to work out. So, I mean, beer league go on YouTube and uh, I just need you to subscribe and watch and check it out. The trailer is out there. Um, you know, look at this, Buster. I got someone just to subscribe on YouTube as we speak. Dave Buss, if you're listening, go subscribe. Bob Sheehan, uh, David, uh, a political post guy. I don't know how to say your last name. Amicangelo. Do you know, is that one of your buddies from Chop Sports? Um, no, it's one of my friends, I think. Amicangelo. Uh, Amicangelo. Yes. Amicangelo. Yes. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here. Of course, I know who he is. Uh, then you got Daryl Clark. Make sure everybody subscribes. I'm individually asking people to subscribe. That's what I love about this show. All right. Well, listen, Christopher. Now that we got Larry Gura and Dale Barra out of the way, and the fact that you can't beat your nephew in wrestling, and you think you can beat me, um, uh, dude, I gotta move. I, I gotta move. The people are selling the apartment here. I'm in. And I either gotta find. I mean, they gotta buy something. Or rent again. Uh, my sister just checked in. Hey, Jim. Hi, my sister. Mary Eileen, the best. She helped me clean out. Because the lady had to take pictures. I had to take all my stuff off the wall, running around. Dude, moving sucks. I got to find someplace close to my daughter. Ah, we, we thought we found one place. But after further review, um, it didn't work out. So uh, what's up, Sam? Don't forget to subscribe. Beer League, the series. Sam Grasso checking in here, Shay. Uh, so, um, Sam, it's a trap. Don't subscribe. Don't, no, I'm kidding. Don't subscribe, that, Sam. Please, you know that. I'm just messing around. See that? Sam. Yeah. Sam is my guy. Sam says moving sucks. I agree. I moved four yeah, times. Moving does suck. Uh, now, this will be the fifth time in 13 years. I hate it. Uh, hopefully, I'll find something. I may stay here if they, if they, uh, if the new owner of this place uh, says, yeah, I'll keep Plumbo in there. Uh, but it'll probably raise the rent. Who the hell knows? Anyway, moving just blows. It totally, we, we walked around, but here's the cool thing. You know who my realtor is? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I could say it. My realtor is that Jeff Fiegels, the punter from the Giants for 10 years. <laughs> How funny is that? I get a phone call. I was online looking about a year ago 
and all of a sudden I just saw the name Jeff, and he calls up, and then I then he calls uh, emails, and all of a sudden I'm seeing like Jeff Eagles, and I thought it's like that's just a random you know name. All of a sudden I'm on the phone with him. I go, hey, uh, you know, you didn't punt for the Giants, did you? And he goes, yeah, that's me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I'm dealing with Jeff Eagles, and I'm also dealing with his two sons. One of them played lacrosse. One of them actually was lacrosse, and he punted for Rutgers for a little bit. I think he started out in Miami. Um, and so I am dealing with the Fiegel family to find me, uh, the Fiegel's family, to find me a place to live, which I think is hysterical. Um, look at that. I told my uh, Sam Grasso, I told my wife, next time I move, it's a St. Gertrude. That's so funny. Uh, say hello to my dad if you stop by over there. Um, the uh, And James Coco, this character actor from the 70s. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get buried at St. Gertrude's. You know what I mean? I'll probably be running a 5K. I, I, let's set the tone for you. I'm setting up the 5K, right? I'm running. Right. The finish line's at St. Gertrude's. And I've already announced that I'm only gonna I'm only gonna be in showbiz until I can star in a movie with my daughter. I think I'm gonna call up Law and Order and say, listen, I wanna uh I wanna be a regular on Law and Order, but I want you my daughter. You should make the mile marker when, like when, when my daughter's 18, she's gonna be in the movie with me. You should uh, make I'm mile a, marker one point like seven St. Gertrude's entrance. Just so like it's just maybe right. I'll maybe I'll run the 5K within the in the confines of the of the gates. And that way, um, and the guy I, that you got to run with you was the Grim Reaper, right? And then I like die. The Undertaker, maybe it's just somebody that right. will be able to assist. No, this See is that? terrible. What are we See doing that? here? <laughs> so anyway, also, hey, speaking of dying, a big shout out to a um, a friend of a friend. Really, I played golf with him one time. I met him a few times. A guy named uh, T.J. Sullivan from Wyckoff. Um, I played golf with him a couple of years ago. He's a good friend of my buddy Tim McCarthy and uh, another friend of mine, uh, Greg Riccardi. Uh, passed away suddenly Saturday night. Uh, one of those looks like a widow maker heart attack thing. Just awful. Really nice guy. Young kids. Uh, I feel horrible about it. I wasn't a good friend with him, but I met him a bunch of times and you just hate to hear that. Also scares the shit out of me. He's 50 years old. And uh, sadly he passed away suddenly prayers and thoughts to his family. It just sucks to even hear that. Um, anyway. So yeah, I got to move. And um, so I, I may not be coming from the shitty kitchen studios, but I could move into a place with shittier kitchen. Now, should I rename it the shitty kitchen studios or the shittier kitchen studios? Uh, what do you think about it? I could be in a different town that doesn't have a downtown. I mean, it might be the shittiest kitchen. It might be the shittiest kitchen studios. The like shittiest. A, like what, you know, you know, I don't want to put the EST because I can always go further down and end up in a worse place in two years from now. Then I mean, you could just go know. the even more shitty. Right. Even more just shitty. Shittier and shittier and shittier, shittier and shittier. Um, it. See, it's it's this so is the most shitty. <laughs> but you know, I'm moving. Jimmy Plumbo's moving. Beer League's coming out. Maybe Beer League will save me. I'll buy a big mansion if it goes well. Uh, if I get Ralph and Artie to do it, maybe I'll get Ralph and I'll get Ralph to buy me a house. Um, which brings us to a really fine product, Christopher. Do you know what this is, Christopher? Those of you on video here, I'm holding it up. It is. A cornhole leveler. And if you go to cornholelevel.com for $19.95, cornholelevel.com, go check it out. All right. You go check this out. And you know what, Chris? You go to a barbecue, right? Now, my brother hates this part of the show because he hates cornhole like I do, but he doesn't have a podcast. He doesn't have a sponsor. And he's not friends with Mike Caprio. I am, although he knows who he is. You hook this thing onto your cornhole hole. Okay. You love that. You hook this little dingleberry onto your cornhole, all right? And it levels your cornhole board. 
Okay. Now you're the kind of guy you go to a barbecue and say you go to your best friend's barbecue. Say you went to Dave Sturgeo's house and you realize, hey, Dave, Dave, your cornhole's crooked. You know what I mean? You would have you would run to the car. No, you would, and come out with one of these. I probably wouldn't it. have to run to my car because I you know would have that a, I know that Dave has a cornhole, a crooked cornhole corrector. Okay, and that right? is like, see, that's Dave's got a whole a whole bag in his trunk because Dave's the same as us, bro. He doesn't want to mess around with crooked cornholes. And you hook this thing on the board. You move it around to and fro. It centers the dot in the middle, and you have an official cornhole level board. Up, down. You got to check these things out there. $19.95, 20% off if you mention the uh, JP show. They're cool little gifts. It could be a gag gift, a stocking stuffer. A You could save your friend from a shitty barbecue with bad cornhole things. Um, right now, Chris, I actually, I played the other day for like 10 minutes. So I'm ranked eighth now in the world. Have you played recently? No, I was oh, yeah, there. So there you're was, still, the game you haven't played. You're still ranked 30th. There was right? a game happening there a week ago, but their cornholes weren't level and I didn't know anybody. Oh, you didn't know so anybody. I just watched them and, you know, make fools of themselves. I played with my daughter and her friends. Uh, and I played for like five minutes and my ranking went, I'm eighth now in the world. Um, some, some, somebody said I'm a pro now I don't know how true that is So I know you'll play once maybe this week And you'll be ranked probably 7th or ninth, Right around You know, we'll, we'll move up together And if we play together We'll probably be three ranked 3rd or 4th in the world um, I just want to make sure my brother I'd be, doesn't I'd be 3rd and you'd be 4th That's fine, but we'll be, maybe we're a team I know if my brother played He would be ranked number 1 he needs about nine minutes because he needs only 20 minutes of pickleball to be better than me. So I'm sure it's the same thing, but that doesn't matter. You still can't have a cricket cornhole board, Chris. You can't. So go to cornholelevel.com, which is owned by Mike Caprio, my second, second baseman for Corona construction, still wearing that shitty Met hat. He always wore a shitty Met hat. It used to make me crazy. It was a shitty one. And uh, I think he still has the same hat, but he sponsors the show. We love my cornholelevel.com. JP Sports, put it into the code, get your 20% discount off of uh, off of the thing, and that's it. My brother hates when I do that ad, but I love it because it's a sponsor. Now, what else we got? So, yesterday, I had a meeting in Westfield, kind of beer league related, and I ran into, um, uh, it turns out my friend uh, Pat Calicchio is the local pharmacist at Barron's Drugstore, which is one of those old school ones, not a Walgreens or CVS. He's been there, I think, for 55 years or since he graduated like eighth grade, St. Javiani. And then it turns out my buddy Dave Ben was going to be passing through. So we literally met in the aisle. We haven't seen each other in years. In the aisle of the drugstore, we made him come behind. Like people were dying to get drugs. And we were like, no, 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 we're here. To, we're going to bullshit down the hallway. Pat's sister does the shopping for the place. It's like a whole family affair there. And uh, we sat and BS'd and had a few laughs. We talked. You know, we laughed about when I was younger, I could, we used to do names backwards. And I still remember it. Like, I'm Yamij Amalap. And my cousin John is Nahaj Amalap. And Patrick is a Kurtap Wickelock. Dave Ben is Devad Neb. My buddy Fred Evans is Durf Snave. This was stuff we did in fifth grade. We still remember like it was yesterday. So I was like, we were on a bus trip one time. And every time I passed a sign, I would be able to, you know, uh, uh, read it real quick. And we always laugh at Deeps to Mill, which is <laughs> which is the speed limit. Um, so I was going to name, I, I always thought that was a good name of a character, Deeps to Mill. 
but uh, stupid stuff like that. We're 57 years old and we're still laughing over the same jokes we did. Fred Evans, Durf Snave. That's a great name for like a character, like a, a linebacker, like a linebacker out of Texas Tech. It sounds, like, it sounds like, a, like a like a coach, like a old yeah. SEC coach or something. Right. Like from like 68 to 74. You know what I mean? Like, coach Michigan's linebackers. Right. Exactly. Right. The, the big uglies in Wisconsin. Durf. <laughs> My, Fred Evans ended up flying like helicopters for the army. He's like a, a war hero, kind of that kind of thing. But we know we laughed about wiffle ball, strike zones, and wiffle ball, all that kind of fun stuff. But what we really laughed at is we've been telling this story. It's so true. We actually, in Catholic school, me, Dave Ben, Pacalicchio, and my cousin John, we cheated on a test, Christopher. Now, People, my cousin John's a very smart. I might have man. cheated on about like seventy percent of the tests okay. that I've taken. I, I cheated many times on tests. Everybody did, but my cousin John didn't need to. But he, you know, somehow we got the answers. Okay, to a true and false test. All right, and John somehow got him, or he he knew. I don't know. He got him somehow. So we we had to figure out how to know. Is it? How to which one's true, which one's false, you know. So he came up with a little poem, and it's because it was written by me, some of my best work. And we figured out it's Tom fought Freddie to the finish to fight for victory. <laughs> that was if you if you read that out, Tom fought Freddie to the finish to fight for victory, you would get a hundred straight, a hundred of A on the test, right? So I get the test. Dave Ben's sitting next to me. My cousin John and Pat were in the other room. As soon as I got the test, numbered it. TF, yo, Tom fought Freddie too. Right there. I didn't even I didn't look at the questions. I was confident. My cousin John never got less than an A plus his whole life. It was like he's like the Tom Brady of test taking. I knew he had the game one. He decides my cousin John at the last minute because he's smart. If everybody gets a hundred, the teacher's gonna be suspect, right? So he switches. It wasn't to fight for victory. He switched it at the, the last two. So I ended up getting a 90. Me and Dave Venn got a 90. But St. John's had a rule that only over 92 is an A. So I got a B on a test. I knew all the answers. I cursed my cousin. I'm like, why'd you give me the wrong answers? Like, well, I wanted to make sure. I figured you, you and Dave, you kind of look like you get Bs all the time. Like, I was like, what is that? First of all, I take your B and shut your mouth. Well, that's B? true too. However, I felt a little jilted. You know, I mean, uh, I, I I wanted first of all, I wanted Freddie to fight for victory. That's number one, and uh, so yes, I got a B on the test. And uh, and what was at first was telling the story in the lobby. Who anybody in the hallway and hallway in the aisle of Barron's Drugstore in Westfield in downtown Westfield. And we all decided we have to get together for that. It was a lot of fun. I also was able to stop by Dave's parents' house um, and uh, the, the Ben family. And uh, his mom is uh, getting up there and she, she's having some health issues. And I was able to say hello to her, which is sweet. And his dad, and we talked about the Celtics. And it was it was kind of nice to go into someone's childhood home. You know, my, my parents sold their home. And to go into a house that I'd been in before, and uh, it's it looks everything looks to me it looks identically the same same house in off Ernston Road in Colonia. It was pretty cool. Uh, and I got to at least say hello to them. Hopefully, I will see them over the summer. But it was it was fun to do. So even though it was only an hour and a half, I felt like I was there for three hours. So that's it. Um, what else? Uh, yes. Well, we it's the standard Jimmy Palumbo show. Yankees. Yankees playing well. 
Uh, starting to get it back a little bit. Tampa Bay coming down, back down to earth, which you did predict that, Christopher. Yes, you did. Um, I still think they're better than the Yanks, but of course, I but it's a long season right now. Yeah. You can't and say they're not. They did what to be honest done. with the you. Yankees I don't hurt. I don't really know how the Yankees are winning games, to be honest with you. But um, well, I think that guys like Bader and these guys are yes. good players. Some of the guys you are just don't back. know enough about, and now they're getting in their they're getting I, in the rhythm. I, yeah, I guess you know? so. And I, listen, it's a long season. I get it. Um, Bader's a good player when he's when he's healthy. He's a really good center fielder too. I'll tell you that. I, uh, and Hicks is gone. I think he, we needed that to just, happen. Yeah, that had to happen. I, I you know, that was just. Uh, uh, you know what? You play yourself out of the game uh, somehow. Uh, you know, Gallo's family's in the mob, so he couldn't be cut. But uh, that's what he did. But you know what? I know I'm hard on Rizzo. Okay, and uh, Rizzo's having a pretty good year. He's batting three oh two. Um, but it's weird how bashing Gallo with the twins, but I, I actually combined, I compared their stats and this is going to seem silly, but uh, to me, it's funny. Now Rizzo in 179 at bats has 11 home runs and 28 RBIs, right? Batting 302 Gallo in 112 at bats has the same amount of home runs and 23 RBIs. So it, it's weird that like the way that works out, like the RBI wise, it's almost like, if Gallo had played more games, he would have more RBIs than Rizzo, which must mean the guy who bats before Rizzo must stink. And also, Gallo has 45 strikeouts and 68 less at-bats. So I still predict that at the end of the season, Rizzo's average will not be over 300, and he'll tank. Um, so uh, Well, I mean, but, if he bats 280, I'll take it. Let's not, let's not, I know, let's not but isn't it hard now? Well, like, even if you really shit the bed, if you're batting 300 now, mid May, it's hard to really, if he went below 260, it would be almost a disaster, right? You're getting close to that, but they're not even at, like, when you hit 300 at bats, it's like, now you're really, like, you, you right. it's an established. So we season, got, we got more of a quarter, quarter way to you, go. Yeah, you could still, you know, it's, there's a lot of baseball left. Well, yeah, the Yanks getting healthy. They're playing good ball. The Mets are starting to play a little bit better ball, a little exciting comeback kind of ball. Kind of knew that would they would eventually with uh, Showalter. I just didn't think they were going to shit the bed the whole year. Let's get to some other things here at Shea. Now, I know I don't. you're going to have a take on this for sure. It's probably going to be different than mine, but that's okay. It's what the show's about. Rutgers University, Scarlett McKnight's basketball team. Their senior six-year veteran, Cam Spencer, yeah, went into the transfer portal. Now, I was never a huge Spencer guy. I always thought he was too short, too slow, but he was a he's a gamer. He's like a I'm not gonna compare him to Larry Bird, but he plays that kind of does everything pretty well, nothing great. Uh can play defense, smart on the court, that kind of thing. That's how Larry Bird was. Larry Bird did everything awesome. This guy does everything like decent. Um, but he left well late in the season now. Uh supposedly for NIL money. And from what I'm hearing, the NIL, it's pretty substantial. He didn't really give Rutgers a chance. He may go to Georgetown for a decent buck. Um, and I hate the fact that Rutgers didn't get a chance to match it. But more importantly now, this is now a whole – now I'm experiencing it day one. This whole NIL thing, everybody knows it's like crazy, but it really is wild because not only is it free agency and good for the kids, but it's free agency with no – with no system attached. So in other words, what people don't realize is, and once Notre Dame and Texas 
and USC, schools like that, once they get in this game, um, it's it's real simple. Nobody has more money than Notre Dame. Nobody. So it's like really simple. Oh, you know what? We need a quarterback. Let's give the guy on. T- let's give the guy on uh, the you know, the guy in Maryland a half a million dollars. Get him to come up here. Like it's there's no salary cap. There's no there's no nothing. You're gonna see. Uh, uh, and that they got to do something. I don't want the players getting money. Hey, good for you. But it's like you wake up in the morning, your dad gets a phone call. Hey, Jimmy, uh, Texas wants to give you, you know, Rutgers is giving you 150 grand. Texas is going to give you 350. Let's go. It's an extra 200 grand. And you can leave by like, all you got to do is tell the coach I'm entering the portal. You type your name into like a Facebook thing, NCAA portal, and you get on a flight and you're playing for Texas for 200 grand more. There's not even like a system where it's like, Okay, let's give the uh, the school a, a chance to to match it or cap it via maybe the Big Ten and the SEC have a higher cap than a look. It, it's it's too wide open, way too wide open. I understand that like we're the issues that it's causing, but when you look in terms of legality, there's going to be a it's going to be a hard sell to put a cap on things because it's there's too many loopholes here. It doesn't, it doesn't even have to be the university that's offering the deal. It's just an estimated deal. If you're playing somewhere, it could be the car dealership also. Like You're allowed to negotiate as a player single-handedly on your own. So while it might not be Notre Dame giving the money or Alabama giving the money, that could be a part of it. Well, each but, school has an NIL collective. Um, of course, but, but there's also there's a collective, but you don't have to go through but, it. But you know what? But yes, I, I know there's no system in place, but to me, it's it won't be a legal issue when you sign like when you when you, when you sign that. to the university, there's a you know, every believe it or not, when you sign, used to be one year contracts. Do you know that years ago? How unfair is that? You sign a one year one year, the first year uh, scholarship, you blow out your knee. If the school school could say, sorry, you don't get the scholarship. Now most of the schools have the four year five to graduate deal. But to me, it, those are contracts, though. So to me, it's like, hey, you're going to come to Rutgers or in Texas or Notre Dame, whatever. You, 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 you sign something that has ramifications. Now, you can sign with no trade clauses and all that stuff. Or maybe you have to sign. There has to be something in place because the. No, because when you sign a contract, even with this. OK, show me a situation where. Under any circumstances, the university is not allowed to pull the scholarship because at any given point, they're always allowed to. Well, and they no, maybe, maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe I'm not. The university has to. It's not a one-sided thing. The university it has to be redone. So there has to be. But yes. you can't. There, there can't be Chris, like you can't oh, be the the players are obligated. It, it, it literally the, though is that all week three, a kid can just enter the transfer portal and that Saturday playing for another team, and with no. There's no like where you're going. You know what I mean? Um, it's uh, now, of course, uh, Sam Grasso makes a good point. He was a grad transfer. There are some restrictions, but it's I don't mind. I guess the money thing, but it's just they have to do something. Let the kids get their dime. I'm all for that. But there's got to be like even even the end of every league has a. I think I think a smart fix might be, you know, the eligibility thing. Don't you don't have to be in school. You're just playing for the school. No, 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 no. Meaning like, you know, you don't, if you transfer, they used to make it where you lost a year. Yeah, you you, they, you weren't eligible. The, that they year. lost that in court though. That's I understand. That's true. So there's I mean, gotta be, could I be honest though, Jimmy, they're going to lose everything. Well, in court. that's why if it goes to court. Well, yeah. Th- but that's why they can't do anything. But that's why, that's why they're here to begin there with. There has to be some kind of, 
But can I say something as well? Pattern. Pattern. This is what this is what they get. This is what they get. The NCAA because they've been running it the way they've wanted to with no outside governing body and they've just been crooked right. since day one. So now you created this issue. That's what you get. And guess what? It's probably not going to change for the better anytime soon because as precedent gets set here, it's just becoming more and more crazy because when you look at it and you take yourself in a vacuum, take your fanhood out of it, take what you know about college sports out of it, and like legally in court, all this stuff, it's like, you know, like the players are always going to win here because they're adults and they're going to like the, but it's a free there's gotta, market. There's got to be some kind of contract law. That's the key. Somewhere, if your kid signs a contract, not an NCAA contract, a contract. To okay, go to so school. then, 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 then it would have to go likewise, where the player can't get the scholarship taken from him either. Yeah, sure. You know, what I mean, sure. like, what's the contract? I, I have no, I have what's no. The, I, the way it is under any circumstances. The way it is right now, I think it actually disrupt college sports this fall. In other words, and by the way, everybody, uh, listen, we all love the football and basketball. It's the same way for the other sports. But can I so also that's say even something more too? disruptive? I don't know that I think like program by program, depending on which side of the fence you're at, depending on where you're coaching, you're either majorly for this or majorly against it. But you know who's definitely for it? All is college football in general. Like the powers that be. I know that it might not seem that way, but in the grand scheme of things, they're in the news cycle. There's every day a transfer story. That's bigger business nowadays is just be trending on Twitter. Trust me when I tell you yeah. that the news, the I, off season, I, I all this it. stuff is, is adding to the lore. Us talking about it right now is what they want. Yeah. You know, like ultimately in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not going to change. People are going to complain about it. But on Saturday, when you line up, you know, uh, you're going to get what you get. But here's and but Alabama's, here's another, Ohio State's. And here's my. They're always going to be the top dogs anyway. And guess what? Before all this, hey, they already were. Wait, you, you, they already minute, were. Though. You think Alabama's got money? They do. They ain't got the money some other schools got, man. Like, you know, like the Stanford. You, you know who could be dominant in football in a matter of. Especially if they change the NCAA laws. You know what school could be dominant and would be number one ranked team in six months? Princeton. You don't realize how the money Princeton got, man. Like, oh, yeah, we're gonna sign. What you're saying. We're gonna. You think Dion signed in guys? These, but then, but then you know what you're gonna see. You're gonna see. What do they care? They're getting a million might, dollars. They're playing against things like they're um, playing against me, you, the, and Dave. It doesn't matter. You're taking the money. It, who's already way before? Yeah, I mean, look. But I don't understand. What I do understand is like the money teams will go to where the most money is, but. Um, how much is how much is winning worth? You know, like that's the cap. Right. Realistically, it's like like is Notre Dame? They got all the money in the world. Are they going to spend four hundred million dollars on a college football roster? No, you know. So there is almost a built in cap, but not. Uh, listen, I think we're no. both agreeing that uh, uh, the the it, it's it's not that we don't think it should happen. It's there's not there has to be some kind of road. It's map. just like there's. But it's also we also agree like good well, luck finding it. I I think there will be something I do, and it's not going to be fair. And, and the guy and the, the to me it's the TV money that'll decide. The TV doesn't want guys flying all over the place. They don't like they want to have storylines. That's who line. does want it. That's who. That's exactly who does. Yeah, want but it, they, That's what I'm saying. No, but they want it to be a little structured as well. Like they don't want to be r real pumped on a guy and he just takes off for a, a school that's not on. You know, 
you get like well sam the book the book is different the book is rewritten so yeah, don't they better be listen, starting to play by a different book notre dame notre dame notre dame plays by the book but they the book's being rewritten and they, and they have the money to do anything now Rutgers is screwed because they ain't got shit but plus the team sucks um Anyway, very interesting stuff. There's kid camp spreads, but here's the last thing I'm going to say on this, and this is for the fans out there. You know that fan that says they're just kids. You can't boo. Be nice. <laughs> you know what I say? Fuck Cam Spencer. You know why? I'm a Rutgers basketball fan, and he left. If if Jeter signed with the Red Sox, we would have been ripping on him, right? What a bum! He left the Yankees, right? So now these college kids, you're making the money now. You're up to the same scrutiny as any. They're pros now. There is no, there's no such thing as amateur athletics. You're a pro. So you know what? When Jimmy Palumbo sits there and Cam Spencer comes into the rack, I can boo, yell, and scream and have some fun as a fan and bust his balls. None of this. Well, they're just kids. No, 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 no. You're getting two hundred thousand dollars play basketball. You're a professional basketball player. We can boo, louse. We can say anything we want. The doors are wide open on that. No more of this. They're just kids. That's nonsense. Um, so anyway, that's my take on Cam Spencer leaving. And also he did it shitty. He waited. Jerk off. Anyway, um, which brings us to ChasingMiracles.com. That's right. A breakthrough technology here from the Omni. Phototherapy patches using light to stimulate the body's natural healing systems here. Uh, instead of pills and surgeries, you take these Patches. I got one on my back right now and my back shoulder here in case I'm getting ready to play some pickle. Um, I took a couple of days off of these because I was on this medication, but now I'm back. You got to check this stuff out. Chasingmiracles.com. Uh, they have these patches thing for your health. They also have hydrating water packs. These things are really, really cool. I drink them in my water bottle every day now. Uh, that's what's going to help me in my 5K when I'm back from the heel injury, which I might be back tonight. Who knows? And uh, check it out, ChasingMiracles.com. You got to go talk to Tommy and Donna. They're really cool. I'll tell you what to do. Uh, it's all about uh, stuff in the body, uh, stem cell growth and all that, and getting uh, hydrated and things getting through and all this newer kind of uh, technology with health to make you feel better. So go to ChasingMiracles.com and check it out. You'll love it all. Which brings us to, what do we got here? Uh, show's going on a little long here, Shave. That's because I spilled stuff all over the place. Um, what do I got? Well, first of all, my daughter had a dance thing this weekend and uh, she did absolutely uh, wonderful. She got the highest score she ever got doing her solo. That was very cool. Uh, then I sold my car in the park parking lot of the Mount Olive High School. Dude, someday, someday, uh, Kenny Barnard checking in. I'm still back, bro. Delaware Blue Hen, my boy, Kenny. Um, bro door. Uh, the bottom line is this high school, Mount Olive, where my cousin Joey's kids, Madison went to high school, the intern over there. It's, it's, it's like better than a D three college. You have to see Google Mount Olive's athletic facilities. They got a roof over their stands. They got bubbles. They got, it makes Colonial look like you're playing at Rawway prison. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything. Their video scoreboard is like giant stadium. I, was, I don't know. What, it's unbelievable. I walked in. I was like, what the hell is this performing arts center? Uh, the Almond brothers can play inside lights all over the place. And uh, so my daughter did great. She had, uh, I sold my car in the parking lot Sunday. How great is that? I went out. It was like, a, you know, one of those cash deals in the parking lot. I thought I was going to felt like I was in Miami in the eighties. 
And uh, so I got rid of my uh, Hyundai Sonata. A little sad. I'll tell you why. It was my dad's car. I know I'm sentimental. I'm one of those jerks. My brother's going to yell at me now. I just felt like you know, a little part of my dad was being sent away. But it's a friend of the family. So, you know, my dad lives on with a friend of the family. And my dad loved the family that uh, that got the car. So that's cool. Um, so my daughter did well. God bless America. And she also left this morning on her first class trip on a bus to Washington, D.C. Very nervous about that. I don't know if you got kids at home. Uh, my audience, it was the first time. I mean, um, we're not only helicopter parents. We're like, you know, uh, I got a Blackhawks uh, over my daughter, <laughs> the way I am. And uh, it's the first time going away. She was very nervous about it. But she got on the bus today like a trooper. She's down there right now. They're already at the Holocaust Museum. She texted me. Um, and she's been to D.C. before. And I told her she's going to have a blast. The bus ride, the kids, popcorn flying all over the place. Uh, hotel rooms. It's, it's a big experience for her. So shout out to my daughter doing that. Love you, kiddo. You're going to have a great time. I'll talk to you on Thursday when you get back. Uh, I told her the greatest. I, I think the greatest joke ever um, is, you know, with the Lincoln assassination. <laughs> In D.C., you know, that joke, the old joke. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how is the play? I, I That to me is such a, that might be, the, I think on paper, I know, Chris, you got a smirk out of you, Cena. You know, I mean, it's like, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how is the play? I think that joke, so I told I told my daughter, she giggled. I said, Nat, if you're going to use my material, you're in D.C., that's the time to use it. But tell me you don't think that's what, that's a funny joke, man. It's probably 500 years old, but. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I guess you, I wonder if that's a, know, it's a Woody Allen joke or a, I, I got to find out if anybody knows who wrote that joke. Uh, I, I want to give him like full. I think it's I think it's a top five joke of all time. Um, so anyway, I told her to use that material. See how it goes with the teachers and stuff. Um, also, uh, listen, in other big news. Dude, I got a birthday on uh, Friday. Now, your birthday soon, right? Or past the rate. Friday. That's right. Same day as mine. How can I forget that? What a jerk off I am. Um, you, now, I am an asshole. Bro. I thought you were a week late, earlier or later or something. No. So we share no. the same birthday. Isn't that incredible? With Bob Dylan and John Wayne. Uh, two guys just drove off the road. Uh, and Vinny Abin. And Vinny Abin getting involved here from the Omni. Uh, dude, I'm 58, bro. I mean, I am like Carl Banks, Jim Clack, uh, Gary Brackett. Colt guy from Rutgers, Isaiah McDuffie. You know who that is? No. Oh, sorry. It's just a guy. Plays for that team in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Jack Lambert uh, and Von Miller. That's what I'm fit. I'll be turning 58 on Friday. Not supposed to tell my. Rotten old bastard. Old, Running what a 5K. are you, 41? Yep. You'll be 41. You're Judah Ben Hur. Six people driving off the road because of that. Um, we're getting old, bro. Anyway, uh, don't forget, go to Pine Tar Bar and Grill, 121 South Main Street, Forkhead River, New Jersey, 609-489-4286. Stop by holiday weekend down by the shore. Check that out. Also, Lisa Ruane, my friend who does, uh, she's a therapist. If you're in the gym, you're thinking about crazy things, give her a call, 201-725-1251, 201-725-1251. She's a cool chick. She'll take care of you, talk, talk to you, talk, talk you through it, as they say. Uh, what else we got? This show's going long, but that's okay. Uh, the show Succession. Everybody, that's right. Kenny Barnhart birthday weekend, bro. Uh, Kenny Barnhart's birthday, I think, is the twenty fifth or twenty fourth. 
Um, years ago, we used to have birthday weekends down the Jersey Shore. Me, Barry, and my buddy Kenny had birthdays in a row. Um, the show Succession, everybody's like loving it. I hate it now. And I very unrealistic. Anybody turn off I'm, I'm, spoiler alert. There's a eulogy and of a very famous man, right, in the show and in the world in the show, the character. And like three people in a big Catholic church, you know, like like one of those St. Peter's kind of places, and they total uh like bash the guy dead three eulogies in a row. Like that just doesn't no one's going to do that. That would be bad for a bit. It's just, I, I felt it jumped the shark. Uh, it just would, even though the guy was a jerk off, you just, it just wouldn't happen. Um, everybody thought it was a great thing. I thought it was awful, but the acting though, above my pay grade, awesome guys, all the actors are tremendous, but I thought the, uh, I just didn't get it. I was like, you know what? I'm not buying. It didn't seem real to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. You can come back now. You can skip over because no more spoiler alerts. Also, the show Yellow Yellow. I watched two things the other day: Yellow Jackets, which talks about eating people, and then a documentary on Channel Seven yesterday about the rugby team who got in a uh, plane crash in the seventies, where they were eating people. Every show, Shocking. why every show either had every show is everybody's eating people. I don't understand this. Now, how many people eat yeah. human flesh? Divided by the American, know, the bro. worldwide public. It's the Dahmer, the Dahmer effect from that weird ass so, show. Yeah. So it's like every show has to have a guy like a cat. It's almost like a, if they did like a one day at a time right now, one of the characters would come in with like a like an arm in his mouth, go, Hey Ma, this left wrist was really good. You made. I mean, I don't everybody's eating people. I don't understand this. The show should be a factor of how many people there's a lot of things they put on television that are not uh showing what the public is like but i don't know everybody's eating everybody it's gross who wants to watch that shit anyway you know what chris i've turned 58 three days beer league coming out please subscribe please 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 subscribe go to youtube and subscribe we need to get to a thousand subscribers chris can we do it chris i know Trust me, I played this game I know, before. it's tough. I know you guys did it with Chop Sports. You, finally... you guys might need to start going live. Well, we might have to do that. I'm going to be posting some stuff. and uh, But I, it, we, the good news is we have, instead of you and uh, you and Dave, I have Artie Lang and the Howard Stern fan base. <laughs> start. So I'm hoping that somebody checks in. But it's hard to get fans on us to subscribe so we can start uh, generating some revenue. It is, trust it's me. Hard. I know. So anyway, go to check out all the beer league stuff. You're gonna see more stuff posted this week. June 19th is beer league day here at Shea. That's all, Christopher. A long show here today. I don't know why I went on so long, but I screwed up a couple things. And uh, I will see you uh well, I see you next Tuesday. You will. And I may see you, I may you see will. you on over the weekend on the way back. I think I'm gonna be absolutely be, happy, birthday. happy birthday, enjoy your I weekend. May be down and we'll Seagirt. All right, we'll see you, everybody. Love you. Thank you very much. All right. All right, bro.